that that you um you had. Okay, let's go. If you have to have finite answers to infinite questions, uh, you're not gonna move. What if your truth isn't the truth? You know I didn't come here to preach to you today, but you know I feel good. I feel good because I know there's a God somewhere. Yo, 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 what's going on, my peoples? We are here, Roar Radio. We roar for the kingdom. Episode four. Yeah, yeah. I yes, can't sir. sing. I don't know why I try sing. <laughs> you know, I tried out for the worship team. Really? They told oh. me to sit down. Uh, <laughs> it, was, okay. it was a short audition. But anyways, y'all, man, y'all, thank you so much for checking out Raw Radio, man. This is episode four. We were for the kingdom. Man, I got two of the coolest dudes that I know in the building right now uh, sitting to my left. Is this the left? Yeah, it's the left. I had to double check. Sitting to my <laughs> left is my man, Dwayne, a.k.a. Highlight Real. What's up? What's up, people? How y'all doing? My boy came through. Yeah, <laughs> right, my bro, my brother. It is so crazy. We finally got here, bro. I know, man. Ooh. My boy is here. My man, my man Gerard's here. Yo. And he's in the building right now. Super excited to get this thing underway. Uh, man, I'm so excited. It's going to be good. It's, it's going to be crazy. We're going to have some fun with this one. <laughs> um, so this one, uh, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, Christian hip hop, Christian music, gospel, rap, mm. and all things that it encompasses. And even, uh, you know, secular music as well. So we're just going to cover all some of that stuff and jump right into it. This is going to be the first one of many music episodes that we do. Um, one thing I've really just grown to love is Christian hip hop in general. I remember I used to listen to it back in the day when, like... The old, when you said Christian hip hop, yeah, people were like Toby Mac, and I was like, huh? <laughs> like no shade or disrespect to Ouch. Toby Mac, but like there were dudes doing Christian hip hop. I mean, a good minute ago, Ambassador yeah. KG52, who still is, you know, kind of sort of in the game. That dude is crazy. Have you heard KG52? You know who that is? So. Is this a safe space? Like, <laughs> I just, I, I just want to, you know, ask that before I oh, say what I'm about to say. I mean, I can't really, like, <laughs> you say something crazy. You might just look all right, at right. you, but not. Well, I, I will say this. I honestly wasn't really a big fan of Christian hip hop, like. In the um, in the like earlier years, nobody was. <laughs> nobody, yeah. Like yeah. like literally, my my first introduction to if if I had to say the first quote unquote Christian rapper I heard, it would probably have to be Kirk. Like rapping Frank, on stump. Shout out to Kirk. He's the OG. Like if you <laughs> oh, didn't know stomp, like everybody had that one single. Bro, the super OG. And I mean, you be DJing, bro. Like you can low key spin that at like a secular event, and the and crowd they, is still go oh, crazy. Oh, they're gonna they're go, still go crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what that. about you? What was like your first introduction to Christian hip hop? My first introduction. You know what's funny, really? Um, I would have said Kirk because of the fact that you're right. I mean, that that stomp, right? Like that came off hip hop-ish to me at the time. So, I mean, I guess that was like technically my first. Mm -hmm. But if I'm being like legit honest, um, coming from Memphis, Tennessee, man, my first introduction to it was through a 
I guess you could call it. This this is where it was gospel rap at that point. I guess yeah. you could say, uh, mm-hmm. ga- you know, gospel gangster rap. I don't know how you want to put it, but my boy Mr. Dell was actually the yeah. first. Uh, okay. I don't know that one. You know, he he mm-hmm. was a guy that uh, I I had you know, and that was just because he was fresh out of Three Six Mafia. Jeez. At oh. the time. So oh, now I know. Oh, about. Yeah. okay. So I know what you're talking was, about. It now. was it was um it was an event my mother did and um. All I just remember was, yeah, we got this rapper coming in. He used to be a part of Three Six Mafia. And remember, he's like, like, I'm there. Oh, so <laughs> I remember, like back then, if someone was like, okay, we're gonna have a church event, and we're gonna have someone perform, and you're like, what kind of performance? Is it gonna be that spirit dance or the interpretation <laughs> dance where somebody's a tree and a rock and Jesus yeah. rips them and take? But it's like, oh, they're gonna rap, and you were like, everyone would cringe, cringe, yeah, when anybody referred to like hip hop, rap, and uh, church or yeah. Jesus oh, or yeah. God. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna jump in, man. This is gonna be fun. All right, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We gotta Come do on, it. Man. Top. Five dead or alive hip hop mm. artists don't matter. I want the truth. So picture this: you're driving to, you know, you're in the car, you're by yourself, because that's when the real <laughs> stuff comes out. You're in the car, you're driving to Fort Lauderdale, you're driving to Panama City Beach. It's vacation. You fit to turn up. Like, that's a drive. Families, drive. families waiting for you. You know, wherever it is that you know you about to turn up. You know, it could be. North Carolina, shout out Tennessee, all that kind of stuff. You driving to New York, whatever it is, you drive into it. Like everybody's like, you know, it's about to be a turn up. Your boys are there or your family's there. What are you listening to? What's on the playlist? Your top five dudes uh, or females, shout out to the female rappers, right. um, top five dead or alive on that list. Uh, we're going to start off with who, who has the list? Who's like, who's ready to shoot that? No. All right, well, I I kick us off, but I'm gonna give this this. Yeah. This is look, this is this is just this is just me personally. All right, so give it to. I'm taking out Pac and Biggie first off, right? Right. Like, I feel like they're them those two and Jay and Nas are literally like in everybody's top five. Maybe not Nas, even though I will debate for Nas. Like, yeah, I think every, I think every, every time. time you gonna that's when they're gonna slip up into the playlist. Yeah, black album or you know something hypnotize whatever is gonna jump Facts. in there. Yeah, so and those guys were so engraved in hip hop culture, it's like it would almost be blasphemous not to have them in your. So top if there five. was like a Mount Rushmore of hip hop, they're there. They're they're up there. <laughs> so I think that would be big because you'd have to be like, well, you gotta add Outkast. Yeah, you gotta add, You know, you gotta add all these people in there. As well, so. I'm, I'm, my disclaimer is that my top five isn't going to include those people. This is more so like a personal top five right, that um, that just shaped my love for music or is constantly shaping my love for music. And starting off that list, man, it has to be Kanye. Ooh, has Kanye. to be Kanye. Can you give a reason Brother why? Brother Kanye West. Uh, is I, this is this old Kanye or reform Kanye? This or is <laughs> in between Kanye, where we lost him for Bro, a year. This is so. this is this is legitly every single Kanye. Every single every single Kanye. One. All Kanye is right. Yeah, all one. Kanye. Yeah. So go ahead. All right. So we got Kanye. Go ahead and answer the rest of the list. All right. So well, I say Kanye because Kanye was literally my introduction to hip hop. So I remember vividly. I was in had to be maybe in middle school and um well not even middle school maybe like fifth grade getting ready to go into sixth grade 
And I remember every time we came home, my older sister would always run to watch 106 and Park. I like it, it didn't it didn't register to me yet, right? So oh. I was like, yo, I was getting mad. We only had one TV in the house. So was <laughs> that moment. was that AJ and Free 106 and yeah, Park? Yeah, AJ and Free 106. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. That's classic. classic. Yeah, man. That's classic. Yeah, bro. Right so so basically I was like, yo, she. Uh, I wanted to watch cartoons. She watching music videos. So I'm like, man, you know, like she always talking to TV and stuff. I don't want to watch this. Like, this this isn't entertaining. That Dragon and Ball then, Z is coming on. Facts. <laughs> and then I heard Common. I used to love her. That was the very first hip hop song I ever remember hearing, and it literally blew my mind. I was like, what is this? So literally, I would go home, rush, and I would watch One Sister Apart with her at this time. And then I remember she came home one day, and she had a burnt CD of College Dropout. And I played that record. Is that the LimeWire? Yes, bro. Shout out to all <laughs> my peoples out there who use the LimeWire. Don't even deny it. Uh, you and know who you I are. Tore up and inflamed, infected. Come on. That com- that family computer. Boy, hard drives is getting damaged, boy. Still all your mom. Yeah, man. Information. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah, college dropout oh, yeah. did it for me. After I heard that, I, I didn't look back since, man. All right, who else is on the rest of the list? Ah, so next up, it's gonna have to be the brother J Cole, man. Mm. Gotta be the brother J Cole. Mm. I was late to the to the latest release, but when I finally got on it, <sighs> ooh, man, it's a it, it, it's a project. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. All right, who else is on there? Uh, let's go through the whole list. Oh, you want the whole yeah, list? Whole just, list. Dang. Just I thought I was gonna have some time to breathe real quick. No, you know no, we were trying to all right, get, all right. trying to get so, into that list. All right, yeah. Listen. So Cole at number two. Uh, me personally, I feel like his stuff is explanatory. You know, Jay's pro, uh, protege, 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 protege. Jay's protege. Um, literally, the way he moves just through the music industry is just mm. unparalleled. Like, there's nobody else that's doing it similar to him. Um, next up. Bit shine, bit shine. I would not flow pattern out of this world. This boy would wrap around any and everybody. And you know what's crazy? Like he left for a minute, came back, Mm -hmm. but like, yo, he's crazy. Yeah, like he has some talent. Yeah. So I'm, I'm still always trying to figure out why he didn't land where we probably thought he should. His, his draft class was insane, bro. Like I think he came out around the same time as, uh, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like he came out around the same time as, or came out in the shadow around Cole, Kendrick, Wale, and maybe Childish. Yeah, Childish had been out for a minute, but he had when he, I think most of his stuff early on was like the. Kind of like how Drake came out a little yeah, bit yeah, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the mix, with the, um, what do you call it, mix CDs and stuff like that. Facts, yeah. Yeah, because he had like the, we, we talking about Sean, he had like the finally famous mistapes, yeah, uh, which, which is when I first heard about him. So yeah, definitely Sean, mainly because of his flow pattern, and he continues to progress and gets better, like literally every album he okay. drops. Wow, Detroit 2 is still my favorite that. album from him, uh, but um, I decided it's still a pretty good project. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see, we on four, right? Four, yeah. Here's when it gets a little sticky, man. Uh-oh. Uh, well. I mean, I'm a fool. Okay, all right, bet. I'm a Florida boy. Uh-oh. Gotta say T-Pain, brother. T- Gotta say T-Pain, dog. Okay. T-Pain, I like. I love that. I, I like T-Pain 
in an all-around sense. I yeah. just think he's a cool dude. Like, I always watch, like, all the little side stuff he's doing. Like, yeah, man. Like, the producer projects and, like, all the just random things. He's just a cool dude all around. I like I can get behind that. Yeah, man, for sure. Like, I, I, I went to school in Tallahassee. And which is where I would like introduced to his music. Obviously, he's from Tallahassee. His but run on the auto tune is just ridiculous. Like, people were so mad about it, but like you couldn't do nothing. He was killing, killing it. it. And, and the crazy thing is that he doesn't need it. Like he sounds amazing without. Oh, and it. that's the thing. He he is a singer. Yeah. Like he's he's actually really nice. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. Right. And then uh, to bring us home, man, Wheezy. 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 F baby. Please yeah. say the baby. Uh it's usually hit or miss with me with him. Really? Like some stuff like wow. is super dope. Like I like like his super hype stuff, but like I just like the the main hits. Like you just want to be barred oh, into so the you, ground. You, you but like I'm, 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 I'm a different kind of like when I look at hip hop, I look at it differently mm-hmm. because my mind automatically goes to can I play this at a party? Gotcha. And there's a lot of stuff you can play of Wayne at a party. Most but definitely. A lot of stuff is like his features are really dope. His mm-hmm. features are always crazy. Yeah. His features always land dope. But then there's some stuff like the the middle cuts. But he's, I mean, he's talented, though. I'll give him that. He was talented. For sure. Yes. He I carried do. that whole label. Most for definitely. A good minute. Yeah. And I'm not even talking about you. Young Money. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes. No, we agree. We're not yeah. arguing with you. Uh, uh, highlight. What's up, my man? My man's in the building. Thank you so much for coming through, bro. <laughs> no, man. Thank you for inviting me, man. I'm glad I come on short notice. So you're on, you're on the drive, bro. We cruising. We rolling. Top five, dead or alive. Here we go. What's up? Boy, I ain't going to lie, man. This is always just one of them things. For me, this is a list that can always go like in or out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it, can, it can switch in and out so much. It is I mean, Because you're talking about like, I have to try to fit this as much as I can mm-hmm. with like decade by decade it's yeah. tough you know what I mean cause like man it's, it's so much music so many artists so much history that you there don't want to forget and you're like oh, you're you can get lost you're in it you get lost in it yeah cause there's so many so that came lost. to mind even now I had to like ah you know going out <laughs> you know going out to Rise list I'm like Dang, see now I gotta go back and yeah, I gotta be you know on I mean? like because it was like I'm no lie, I changed right? my number Look, five. That, that's what I was changed supposed to do. You, like, you just kinda you just kinda threw me in the fire, like, yeah, we went <laughs> yeah, all five. Like, like, got, oh got, dang, got, okay. So right off the bat, man. I should have done a round robin on that. It's one. cool. It's, 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 it's all good, man. I won't hold it against you. It's all good. It's only episode four. Episode ten. Hold me accountable. Um, okay, so right off the top, man. Um coming in, man, I'm gonna start with this incredible artist that is at the end of the day she pretty oh, much she led the you know she shout out she arguably the goat when it come to uh the lady rappers man i gotta give it to Nicki Minaj come on right man off top. oh come on brother that's not who i thought you were gonna yeah say. see no I see to. i knew i, I, I felt got, you I, I got to man because there was um who was it it was um uh what's his name mm. what's the dude Ball head Charlemagne? No. Joe uh, Buddy. He makes all the funny videos on uh on uh, Instagram. Oh my gosh. That's like every Kev oh, Kevin on stage. Kev on stage. Kev on stage and his crew, they were debating Nicki Minaj versus like was she the top? And there were yeah. some arguments there. Yeah. Cause I think she did some stuff that no one else had done mm-hmm. up until that point. But mm-hmm. again, this is totally different. So do you, would you have put her up against, let's say, uh, Queen B, or she? 
Honestly, yeah, because her and Beyonce are probably the two people that they're in a category of their own. You know, like yeah. you don't really have or, a lot of that's artists that came. Uh, you met Lil Kim. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Lil Kim, gotcha. Now, see, and if they came out if you if they came out same time. That's that's where that that's where that gets tricky because you know going back to that decade yeah. situation. This is why I made it hard because it's like Kim started. The style, the style that Nicki had, mm-hmm. but Nicki elevated it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like that she track was able to take that um, and make it mainstream. What is that? Monster? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think arguably one of her best bars. Man, I'm talking about to this day one of her like 16 bar verses that get talked about the most. Like, yeah. Just, but what I, I love about her, especially, and I'll explain a lot of what my list comes from, but I but I like about her is like she's very versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's like jumped into the pop stuff. She yeah. jumps mm-hmm. back out. She's done like the slows kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And like she's pretty versatile. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, you, you got to respect her on a hip hop sense because even before she really just blew up in the underground scene, she was really just killing it out yeah. there, killing it. Like, yeah. you know, right. So she's Man, got nice. So right, I, I got to put her out there. Um, so then, man, I'm gonna take this thing. I'm gonna take this thing to the Midwest, and I'm gonna go with my boy Lupe Fiasco. Ooh, a man that I feel Yo. does not get his flowers enough, man. I, I I actually almost said Lupe, bro. Yeah, I really almost yeah. said Lupe. Had to, man. Um, you talk about proteges, you know. I know y'all mentioned Cole being a protege, you know. The, you know, like. This guy is a protege. A lot of people don't even know, like Kanye West, in a way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I got you. you. You really got introduced to him through a Kanye record. You know what I mean? And yeah, because his like, features are always dope too. Yeah. But what was it? Was the album called Lasers? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Lasers. That, um, that was like my favorite. But the, he had some tracks on there that really put me in my feels. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can't remember the name of the tracks, but he had some that, like, if I heard, if I hear it, I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, you know what's that. crazy? That's probably one of his least favorite albums, though. <laughs> yeah, real talk. Yeah. yeah, Lasers is really an album he really didn't like because he was, unfortunately with him, a lot of labels kind of, his label at the time really doing him forced him to just put out stuff he mm-hmm. really didn't want to put out. Too excited about. Yeah, like a lot of his hits could have been even better if he had the choice and the say of what he wanted to put out. You know, like and I think mm-hmm. that's that's true for a lot. So we're definitely gonna hit on that um, yeah. later on. Um, all right, number three. Woo, okay, so number three, number three, man. This is gonna be something that I take down south. And I'm gonna go with another underground who's personally one of my favorites. Um, Going right there with Gerard, but in a different way. Same class, Uh a different rapper. I'm going with my man, Big Crit. That's my guy, man. Um, I like like these lists, because these aren't picks that I, like, my pick is like strictly commercial, <laughs> and I got yeah. a reason for that. See, and I, I, like I, 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 I was gonna go with those vibes, you know. I was gonna go commercial. I had that's why I had to tune my list up a little bit, give you a little bit of underground mixed with the commercial, you know. Right. Yeah, you know. Because I, I'm gonna be, I'm be honest, I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard a whole lot from him, mm-hmm. but the ones that I've heard really stood out. Yeah, so yeah. I had to give did you ever hear his track with Lecrae that he did? I have seen it, didn't listen to it. Ah, uh, you should listen <laughs> to that one, up. brother. You should, you should definitely. Trip. I think he got a track with D1, too. Him, yeah. D1 and Lupe. Yep, one. D1 and Lupe. Yeah. D1, we'll go back to that. D1, yeah. All right, so that's um, why uh, that was three. Yeah, that, four. that, okay, so yeah, four. 
we're gonna stay in the south mm. and number four i gotta give this to my boy none other than ti sheesh oh yes. i mean at the end of the day dog like ti created a whole genre that is still going to this day he, he when he first came out man he came out swinging so like you couldn't move like and that that time he came out, clubs was popping. So like every single he came out, like if you weren't playing that, you weren't. They would literally fire you as a DJ. <laughs> yeah, like, <legit. laughs> for real. Like, yo, you didn't play no Ti. Yeah. You will have to find somebody else, bro. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he he definitely came out swinging. He definitely he. And, I won't say he put the South on the map because we have a lot of Southern rappers. Oh yeah, that, for sure. Of course, are legendary and then carry up to like the Midwest area. Sure. But he was definitely one of the ones that came out early in the game, mm-hmm. really made a name for himself, I and agree. really put a nice discography discography together. He did man. that. Even now, if I pay Rubber Band Man, people are gonna be like, "Oh yeah, oh awesome. yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> that's like the number one, not that one is. Yeah, like that one and another one that like all the wedding like introductions. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. All yeah. absolutely. Just, just the confidence, man. The, the smooth swag, you know, swag like mm-hmm. that he come on the track and how he can get you to rugged and raw on something like real street and hard, yeah. but then he can get you something real smooth. Then he's like, arrested. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> arrested, come back out, do it all over <laughs> again really like it never happened. You know what I mean? Like, Stop it's, it. It's just, yeah. So I, I had to put Tip in there, man. And um, man, honestly, my, number I guess five. if I had to call it number five. Uh, TRL. If I'm being honest, arguably right now this could be number one. Uh, I gotta say it, man. It's Drake. Oh, Artist of the decade. I'm gonna man. go in on him too, but yeah, I gotta give it to him, man. The dude Drake is, is a such a character. The boy's <laughs> a nut. Like yeah. he's a straight. Like the whole heart etched yeah. in. But no, <laughs> I think like you want to be like. Man, stop playing. You you not this. But then it's like the song come out and it's a smash, number yeah, one. Smash, yeah. And it's like I don't think he's done anything wrong outs outside of music. Mm-hmm. Within mm-hmm. music, I don't think he's done anything wrong. Like he's just made all the right moves, all the right tracks. Mm-hmm. He's just found himself at multiple number ones. Oh yeah. And like man, it's crazy. Alright. No, Drake, number five. All right, cool, cool, cool. All right, I'm going to jump into yeah. mine. Top five, dead or alive. Here we go. Uh, first one off the rip, uh, Gambino. Childish. Childish. Yes, man. And I love him. I loved him before because of, like, all the extra stuff that he does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, the because, like, if I was, like, that's the person I see myself most like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, we asked, we had a little group at church. We were talking about it, and like, who could you see yourself most like, or like, inspires you? He's one of those dudes, mm-hmm. creatively, super talented, just love it, talented, creative. He's done stand-up comedy. Mm-hmm. He's written for shows. He's mm-hmm. acted in shows. He's written a movie, a couple mm-hmm. of movies. Come on, I think we were in a couple. I know he did one, um, directed it, starred in it. You know what I'm saying? He was Lando and Solo. He's yeah. done that, but then like. When you get into those early mixtapes that he had, oh mm-hmm. my gosh! And then the other stuff that he's that he's just done, yeah. dude is fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, really love him. Uh, he's super dope. So I definitely put him on. Um, my second one is actually a Christian hip hop artist. Um, no big deal. A hey, Dilly okay. Indie Tribe. Um, 
at first he was under my radar, but then I listened to a couple of tracks, and then he came out with his most recent stuff, mm-hmm. and it just knocks. Parabolic, the mm. sticks, like, dude's just fire. He's yeah. just coming through, and you can't that. stop him. Now he has a whole team on him. Yeah. Um, with John Keith and Mowgli Iceberg, mm. and then shout out to my boy DJ Michael. Hey, come on. Um, so I just know that whole squad. John Keith is actually honorable mention. He's fire that boy too. is insane. Yeah. Pockets yeah, crazy. Like, he does not <laughs> get enough shine, and we'll talk about that. He gonna get there. Yeah. Um, my third, and this is this could he can go anywhere on this. Um, I slept on him for a minute because of just the way he came out, but uh, Toby Nigue. Ooh. Ah. I felt you were going there. I yeah. felt Toby Nigue. Did you just it, look? At, it may be Nobie. Is it Nobie? I've heard of Nigue. Nigue. Nobie. All right. It's. I know. It's. Sorry, Toby. We're sorry, messing Toby, up your name, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But man, the, ever since like oh oh like this the first like couple of track singles he came out with, like, he's sitting there getting his hair twisted and braided yeah, up, and he's just. Bars, man, Bars. and then I love that joint he did with um, oh, what's his name, Paul Wall. Oh yeah, that joint was stupid. Paul bro. Wall is one of those dudes you got. You gotta love him. Yeah, you just gotta love him. That yeah. whole Houston stuff, chopped yeah. and screwed and everything like that. They, that that, that <laughs> whole movement. But uh, he did that joint with Paul Wall, uh, and then just some all everything. He doesn't do anything wrong. Uh, that track Debo. With it, and then I love that he's such a family man. Yeah, man. Like he got, I love his. He calls his wife fat. <laughs> <laughs> and she's this tiny thing, um, but she rips. And then his producer rips. I forgot no. her name. Forgot forgot her name. But no. this is like now, yeah. yeah this is yeah. such a family vibe right there. Yeah. He brings so many people into his production because remember it was just like first it was like him and his wife, mm-hmm. and that was it. And now you got like dancers and all kind mm-hmm. of people just. And then yeah, the color yeah. schemes and just like the whole thing he put together is just, it's an epic ride right that's there. Crazy. Uh, cool. So that's number three. Number four, he was my number one, but then I got introduced to new stuff, Kanye. Yeah, man. Uh, mm. College dropout, late registration, graduation, oh, cool. those three right there. Yeah. Um, the life of Pablo, uh, everything, bro, he does no wrong. And then I loved it because the producer in him as well, you know, yeah. as an aspiring producer, man. Just to know that, like, he's, I think it was, uh, what was it? My beautiful, dark. Twisted Fantasy. Twisted Fantasy. Fantasy you see yeah. him in the video. And he's, he's doing, he's on the drum Bro, pad. He's getting it. That's I can just see him in the studio just going. He's going nuts. That's yeah. such it's a there. dark album, but it's literally my favorite Kanye West yeah. album. And it's crazy. Yeah. And then, he's like, you know that he produced some of those tracks for Jay. Yeah. And yeah. you realize, oh, that was him. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then I think, it, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Late registration is probably my favorite, but mm-hmm. high school dropout was dope. Graduation, on, I could just put all three on and just listen to all the three. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I have two, so I'm a cheat. Cause what? I'm a, uh, <laughs> I'm a cheat. Uh, <laughs> no fair. Because you said it, and I had to change mine, but, this, but I had changed it when when Gerard was talking. Um, so at first, it's, it's a tie between Joey Vontez, who's another Christian Ooh. hip-hop artist. He's... Okay. Fire and then uh, and then Drake as well oh. and then I love Drake especially from a hip hop standpoint and a rap standpoint because like he's pure DJ gold yeah like, if I like any playlist any event you can play some Drake and it's gonna go over well you know what I'm saying <laughs> don't matter wedding yeah. birthday party whatever you can do Drake's gonna have some gold and you can go Come back on. you can go forward mm-hmm. people are gonna know it Come and on. so. For me, as a DJ, is like I'm like that's what I was saying before. Is like 
when you know I'm just getting into the moment where I'm actually listening to music because mm-hmm. for a while I was going through music like what can I put on a playlist mm-hmm. to play at an event yeah mm-hmm. so it has to hit a certain way the cadence yeah. has to be a certain way it has to mix a certain way I have to find entrance you know entry and exit points in a song to be able to mix it and stuff like that so I would always have to look at music from that standpoint and not yeah. just a okay I'm vibing to this so I'm yeah. I'm getting there myself but yeah, those are those are mine right there. So, not all right, five. top five dead or alive. That was fun. Yeah, not yeah. bad. Um, but that was good. I like that we were able to do that because you know, one thing is like you know when you become a believer mm-hmm. and people are like looking at you like they would think all of a sudden once you become a believer, you stop listening to everything else and it's Hillsong from there on out. <laughs> like, that's not what we do. Like, yes. like. Let's be real. I know all. I know a lot of people who like to mix it up, mm-hmm. but you know that's what we're talking about now. But I, I love that you guys are in here because you guys are on two different levels. So Dwayne, tell us a little about yourself and the music journey that you're on. You are a now. Let me ask you this mm-hmm. before we even jump into all that. Come on, man. Before we even go there, because I always forget if I don't stop myself. <laughs> we're gonna start with this question first. Why do you believe in God? Why do I believe in God, man? Right off the rip off the rip so there's a lot of reasons that I have it and I know that's like a cliche first answer in terms of that but it's like I've seen him I've seen God do so much that I know like you just have a feeling when you, you know you go through something and you're like that literally was nothing but God it's more, it's, there's it's more like to the story personal yeah like it's like uh, I mean, just off the rip, I didn't grow up with my father. So, like, um, basically, I just remember growing up at times, I had a grandmother who was known for praying left and right. She's that yeah, prayer warrior. Prayer warrior, mm-hmm. like, straight up off the rip. Did she have a war room? Man, everywhere was her war room. <laughs> I'm going to just facts. be real with you, talking about like, it didn't, it, it, there, weren't, there weren't war rooms when it came to my grandma. It was wherever. You know where, where, the battle yeah, was yeah, where yeah, I yeah, The battle was just out and about, yeah. man. And grandma was, said it was on site. Yeah, it was on site. Yeah, now, let me know? ask you this. The things that you saw, mm-hmm. were they pre-coming to Christ or um, after? So or kind of a mix in between. So for me, man, honestly, like I grew up in the church. So like I was straight up out the gate, just a believer, 100%. Like my experience was uh, me and my mom moved a lot when her and my dad separated. And it wasn't until I moved from here to Memphis at probably about like age seven. And when I moved there, not knowing this was my actual origin of place of birth, like, mm-hmm. you know, coming here, finding out my roots, finding out my family was here, finding out who my grandmother was, and yeah. finding out what a church was for the first time, uh, you know, because at the time my mom had backslidden. So mm-hmm. she was kind of away from the church and in the world a little bit through meeting my dad. So basically when she and me like kind of moved around and my aunt was like hey come move out to Atlanta and then you know we were out there for a while I believe she was still in the world ironically we mentioned Kirk early in the show yeah, yeah. well it was because of Stomp that that convicted my mother to get Ooh. back into the church cool Kirk can do that so yeah. that that <laughs> actually it was that very song that had her like wait a minute you know what I need to get back into church yeah she you know and then that's when we moved to Memphis 
that's when I got to experience what church was, not even really knowing what it was. Like, it was kind of like, to me, it was just, as a kid, it was just a place where there were other kids, and it was like, oh, okay, cool, you know, let me go (laughs) play with these kids over here. And then eventually it started making sense what this was because it was like something I was going to on a regular, and it was like, oh, okay. So then it clicked that this was church. But, like, my experience was just, you know, as a kid, man, to see my grandmother and the way she went hard for Christ like that, Mm -hmm. it just naturally kind of started coming in me. I mean, from my mother, my grandmother, both of them were saved at super young ages, like seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was kind of the same thing. It was like, I just really experienced God so young that I've been so used to it, Mm. where my belief is, is super strong in God because I've just seen him do so much for me and for others around me over the years so like it's always tough to answer that question for me because of how long it's been doing like when you realize you know like obviously I got rededicated in like 2013 because you know obviously you know you're like more of an adult you've Mm -hmm. been through some things but you know um them 20s yeah you know like (laughs) oh they're right young adult years yeah you know you kind of like all right you know let me let me rededicate but i mean i've always just been a firm believer of god no matter how quote unquote straight away i was you know Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even really that far off the deep end you know like uh so for when i say why i believe in god uh it's honestly man this god literally reunited me with my father in a way that only God could do it. I like that because that's because yes. I've asked some other people on the show mm-hmm. um, and everyone's answer is different. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very similar. It's all in the same realm, but everything's a little different. And that's the first yeah. time I got that one. So that's why yeah. I asked because a lot of people think that we're all in this like brainwashed mm-hmm. journey, cults, whatever. But it's yeah. like there's real truth and experience in that, you know, coming to Christ and getting to know Christ in that, that journey. Absolutely. All right, my man, you're out. Yeah, let's go. Why you believe in God, bro? Man, uh, so highlight you kind of you hit on like a lot of a lot of similar things. Yeah. Um, similar in the sense of the so the very straight to the point reason why I believe in God is because like he's the only thing that's been like shown and proved, right? Mm. And what I mean by that, like I don't say that in a way to where it's like I was kind of like, oh, you know, God, you have to like show me that you're real type stuff Mm -hmm. but it was just literally throughout my life like at a young age i also grew up in the church i was a kojic kid yeah Uh, me too and and, um basically usually like andre just kind of loud that saying like you know the 20s but you know that's a real thing because it's like when you once you leave home Mm -hmm. and you you know the the world becomes real at that point becomes real you you have your you have the space and the freedom to explore and do things and um yeah a a few things happened during that period um and you hear that young buck (laughs) yo i have a quick shout out to my boy johan is in the building yeah one of my students man he graduated so big ups to my man johan johan say what's up what up johan so yeah he's on his journey right there man so listen bro Listen, bro, we <laughs> yeah, see you. Man. But yeah, yes, I, I definitely feel that, man. That's so real right there. It's yeah, like... bro. And it was like, it was just like it got to the point where it was like during that time, during the time that you're going through that journey. And I mean, any believer now has been through that journey or is probably going through that journey while they're listening to this, where it's like mm-hmm. daily you're going to be trialed and tested on like your moral stance on certain things or like 
how how deep you really want to go with this you know god thing right oh yeah and um it got to the point for me like i found myself scribing scribing for all the things that i wanted on my own so when it came to relationships mm-hmm. i was trying to bag every shorty that came by mm-hmm. when it came to financial stability i was working two or three jobs at one time right mm-hmm. when it came to feeling safe and protected i would try to be you know braggadocious strong you know show that you know i wasn't like a like a punk or anything like that and that's at the end of it all i was so exhausted and like whatever i tried to feel whatever i was longing for whatever i tried to fill that hole with it wouldn't work like i would fill it with women i would fill it with drugs i would fill it with work trying to i would fill it with porn like some people die trying to fill that like just stuffing it with things of the world and it's like it, it doesn't work like it's it's like jenny mayo i remember she came to church one time um and she she used the analogy of like sin being counterfeit money for like the riches that god has for you right oh, yeah so it's That's like good. literally i found myself using counterfeits to try to buy what god already had to decide for me so when i finally got to the point where it was like you know what christ i just I find myself trying to find these things. I'm not getting them. I want them. Your word says I can get them for you. So let me just try you. So it's like, okay, you say that, you know, for financial stability, you're saying I need to tie 10% of my whole income. Mm-hmm. I mean, that 10% is a lot when you ain't got no money, but I'm going to try. Yeah, <laughs> and no, I that's definitely real. I tried it. He blessed me in it. When it came to the point where it's like, okay, you know, I want to. I want to um, honor you and bless you with my body and abstain from having sets. I did that, completely focused on him. He bought me my wife a few months later. Ooh. And we just hit three years last week. Yeah, let's so go. So it's like, you let's know, go. Like, I, I, I trusted him. Yeah. I, I tested him in the sense of, you know, I stopped scribing on my own and trusted what he said. And he provided for me every single time. So why why would I leave? <laughs> Come on. Yeah, Mom. Just I, I love asking that question because just off that question alone, you could pretty much just you don't even need to go into the show. Yeah. And it's just yeah. and I love it. I, what I've loved and what I've seen through that is just testimony is so powerful. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that personal story. This is what happened. This is where I was at. This is what I went through. And this is who was on the other side not what was on the other side but who was on the other side and i love that so y'all thank you for me sharing but man let's jump into this so both of you guys are christian hip-hop artists mm-hmm. would i be correct in saying that oh yeah, yeah. and Absolutely. so you guys are on different levels um gerard you're just getting into the game yeah, yeah. i know you're working on your ep right now you got mm-hmm. one fresh single one fresh single. and so for <laughs> look and so for y'all listening like um Y'all don't know how big that is, especially for an artist mm-hmm. who's just coming out. Because we were just talking about this before the show, is how many artists out there have probably full albums and EPs mm-hmm. ready to go, but will never release it because they're too afraid of what people are going to say and how they're going to react in the comment section and whatever. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, that's huge, though. So sh- big ups to that. Yeah, and I know you, you're working on some stuff, man, so I can't wait for that. And then my man Dwayne right here. Highlight real. I I've seen you perform. Yeah. I've seen you, you know, uh, at a lot of a, diff- a lot of places. Yeah. Um. And then I've been following you on Facebook and Instagram. You just did a video not too long ago, right? Yeah. It was like a little teaser, um, freestyle kind of thing. Um. I'm working on some new visuals because it's been a while. And uh, I mean, I did one. Shout out to my bro Mike Jeezy. We did a song together called Energy. And uh, yeah, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah what, that, 
that was a fun one. Uh, shout out to Ray Knowledge, uh, film Yo, Ray Knowledge is ham zoning. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That boy goes. That boy goes there. crazy like, with the visuals. He really does. I mean, that was uh, it was a long night. I'll admit, because we ended up. <laughs> Mike somehow got the studio from like what was it? From like I think it was it was nine p.m. to like six a.m. So we shot that video overnight. Like, yeah, I said that's not like a work shift. <laughs> yeah, it was like a work shift. Yeah, it was it was an overnight type of shoot, but it was fun. You know, it was like real okay. fun. Um, and so. And it came out amazing as you knew it would because it's a Ray Knowledge type yeah. of brand. So, mm-hmm. you, knew so you got some songs under your belt, mm-hmm. right? And uh, you, you're working on some more content and stuff like that. Yeah. So first question to you know either one who wants to jump in first is why did y'all pursue Christian hip hop? You know, versus you know you know you could have went the secular route because mm-hmm. th- that seems to be the easier way to go. Yeah. Especially you know right now you got dudes popping out the woodworks like every five minutes yeah five minutes there's a new artist jumping out so why did you guys decide to go you know the christian because i mean you could have been a secular rapper and still mm-hmm. been christian mm-hmm. you know because yeah. i think there's a lot of dudes out there who are like well i believe but i just don't implement that in my music mm-hmm. so it's a whole different thing so what is it for you guys is it a ministry thing is it just like that's just where my heart is or you know you know what does that look like for y'all you know what? It's a little bit of both for me. It's a it's a ministry thing, but it's also like a heart thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, ironically enough, I started off secular. I had did the secular thing for a little bit. Uh, it was kind of I don't talk about it as much because that was a phase of me when I was actually literally just starting to learn how to rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a, like a what you would call a late bloomer phase of hip hop. So gotcha. like, it was like. If I'd have known that I had a gift like this in me at that time, probably by the time I was 25, I might have been a you know more of a beast than they say I am to this day. Like I, I don't know, I always kind of think about that. Like, man, what if I? But I'm I'm like a big believer in God's timing too. So yeah. I'm like, yeah. Well, you know, if you was doing this at probably 16, 17, 18, God know how you probably would have been trying to feel yourself out here you with these girls. Real quick, you know what I'm saying? Like, say something, rap something smooth for you real quick because you right. know the ladies love, like, when you just got a gift like that, singing or rapping and like, oh, yeah, you wrote a song for me. You know, so like, um, for me, what got me into it, like, I did the secular thing and was in a few groups and, you know, branched off solo a few for like, little moments but um it wasn't until a, actually a buddy of mine's uh you know best friend from high school he had just re- you know dedicated him his life to christ mm-hmm. and um this was like 2013 and i remember you know him you know reaching out to me and how excited and on fire he was i was still technically secular i was in college you know it was kind of like what we were just talking about with why we believe in god it was just that phase where i you know just drifted away a little bit got but you, got you. i wasn't just out there wilding or nothing i was just you know i was just kind of like living and was just like well you know i got this new little talent man i want to see how far i could possibly go with this you know and, and i mean it didn't i didn't curse in my music you know mm-hmm. i didn't i kept it real you know i didn't really like I was like, I'm not going to be that guy trying to rap about stuff I don't know nothing about. Like, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to rap about drugs, guns, violence, and none of that. Like, I don't know that life. I didn't grow up like that. So and I, was and like, I guess that that, one, that part kills me. Yeah. It's like how many dudes are in the game that are not about what they're rapping about, they're rapping but yet about. they're putting and portraying this story mm-hmm. to such a young gen. And I, of course, 
when I say that, everybody's like, oh, here go that old head. Yeah. Here go that old head. Okay, boomer. Like, here go that old head going to yeah. talk about. But yeah. you know what? It was, this. that's not a new thing. Yeah. Because there was dudes back, you know, who was it? Uh, was it Plies? Uh, what you referring to? Like, I remember they was talking about how Plies was like, he was rapping about all this stuff, but he was like really going to get like a college degree or yeah, something. Yeah, they like say that. about a lot of people. They yeah. said about like, Plies, a bunch said about of dudes Ross. like that. Young Jeezy or something. Like, yeah. They weren't ever really like, and then it was crazy, like blowing my mind is like they were rapping about this. They're they're shooting the whole movie mm-hmm. or the film, or that they call it movie or whatever, mm-hmm. the music video and the visuals in somebody's hood, you know, back door. But then they're leaving to go to some, you know, condo mansion somewhere upscale, yeah. driving their friend. Like, you're not. That's not you. That's not yeah. true. Yeah. So why are we putting this whole thing together? Like we created this culture of like, yeah. If I rap this, I gotta look like this, but mm-hmm. then I go home to this. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. But that's what's up, man. And I, I, and I, I, and then I didn't really want to do all that in that secular phase, but um, so like when my buddy got reconverted like that, I just remember um, you know, I was just kind of quietly still doing my little secular thing to a degree, you know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, from time to time when I came to visit for the summer, you know, I, I always go kick it with him. We'd link up. And I just remember being in the studio one time and there was another guy who um, I didn't know. We all went to the same high school. I just never knew him, though. Yeah. But he sounded familiar. And um, so they linked up because they were rivals back in the high school days. They were rivals. And then somehow they met up one day and both of them felt led to do music for Christ. So they formed a group. We called it Clear Vision. And... They, or I used to do songs, you know, like a little feature verse for my buddy when he was working on some some stuff, like in his newly found phase of being, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a you know a Christian. So like, I remember hopping on some stuff, and I guess they heard he heard me, and he was like, "Yo, who is this dude? Like, hey man, hey, he nice. You know what I mean? Like, he up. was like, he was like, and then so they just was like, "Hey man, you think he want to get in on this, on this clear vision? Well, with us. And and for me, I was just like, I remember he approached me, my buddy was like. Hey man, uh, homie wanted me to ask you, you know, like he liked your stuff. He was like, man, uh, you want to see if you want to get in on this clear vision thing with us. And I was like, ah, you know, because I had, first of all, I didn't know nothing about Christian rap because as I mentioned to y'all, it had been so long that mm-hmm. I didn't even really know that was, I knew it was out there, but it was like, do I really want to get into that field knowing yeah. what that is? Nah, I don't know about that, right? Yeah. I was like, eh, let me kind of just, you know, I respect it, you know, God, you know, as someone growing up in church. And I was like, let me just kind of quietly do my thing. But the thing about what we think and what God thinks is a whole different story, you know. I so that. you go through some things, you get, I got convicted one day and, and, and I was in church and then I just, it was that moment of rededication, you know, when I did, I rededicated myself and then I just suddenly came out on a fire. And I just remember pulling up on him and I said, hey, I think I want to do this thing now. Let's go. That you know, boy's ready to spit. Yeah, and it just, it just, and it just, we just formed a group, and so basically, from 2013 to present day, man, I just been riding hard, you know, doing my thing as a Christian rapper because I got to learn more about the evolution of how this genre has grown mm-hmm. so much, and so yeah, from what it used to be to what it is present day, and I've realized that, you know what. A, I probably slept on this genre back then anyway because it wasn't its corny phase, but I guess I came in at the right time because now I, I, I'll fight for, you know, Christian rap in a sense where it's like, listen, man, 
there's a lot of dope talent out here that a lot of people wouldn't even know. You know, in the secular world, I'm saying, like, a lot of people, you know, you can play these dope artists that sound just as dope, if not more dope, than the secular artists out. Yeah. Oh, and then just, like, just, like, right off what you said, like, pure talent. Yeah. There's a lot of dudes, like, like. Dudes, I was like Mike, Mike Teasy, mm-hmm. no big deal. Yeah. Um, John Keith, yeah. um, Aaron Cole, Aaron mm-hmm. Cole, yeah, bro. Like yeah. you can put, you can stack those dudes up. And I think like there's a there's a um, couple of guys called Track Stars. They yeah. do that. They'll put yeah. them right up against each line other. Line for line, yeah. line for line. I've been they, a part of that. Come yeah. out crazy. I know how that is. Same. So yeah. Gerard, man, you're just coming in the game. What about you? What like what was the kind of like you know what, I'm going to do this. I'm not going to be secular. I'm going to go this, you know, ministry kind of route with my stuff. Yeah. Um. So I think for me, so I started, uh, I, so originally I started out as a spoken word artist, right? Mm-hmm. So um, literally my thing was, was poems, poetry. So uh, usually I would um, just kind of write poems most of the time for girls, <laughs> um, which is usually how, you know, people start out. That's even how pop started out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it actually, I, I just always had like a big fear of like stage fright. Mm. So I never wanted to like perform any of my work. That's and real. then I remember, yeah, I remember I, uh, I ended up in college, I ended up crossing um, and my pro fight uh, was a poet and a little poet and a rapper and um he he asked me you know like if i spit or anything like that because i was his ism which basically means i was the same number as some from the new line mm-hmm. um and i was like yeah you know I, I do poems or whatnot so uh he was like all right whenever we have an event you spit in something so i was like all right so he just kind of forced me into it because i mean if you players out there you know you can't necessarily tell your pro fights no unless you're trying to get in the cut yeah and i wasn't trying to do that <laughs> so uh Definitely ba- not. yeah so basically i started um you know kind of messing with my style tweaking my style throughout that um cause, you know i would write little verses every now and then and just play with it um and then eventually after i got saved um i felt like a strong conviction um to just really start using um my talents in general just to like honor christ um so in every aspect and in every aspect so like a little bit about myself like i said i'm a spoken word artist so um a lot of my poems um at the well the older poems that i did aren't necessarily uh faith-based some of them are but the majority of them were more so like around like social issues or love or things like that um you know which in my personal opinion is still biblical just a different aspect of it um but uh after i got saved um i felt like this strong conviction to like really try to step out with rapping and i was like i really don't want to rap because you know you got to do it in front of people you know you gotta have all that attention or you're not really that and i kept getting convicted by the parable um of the talents um and uh and matthew and um you know, I'll probably touch on that a little bit later, but I just kind of felt the strong conviction where it's like, if God is giving you a talent to do something, why are you being selfish and not using it because you're scared, right? Scared of what people are going to say about you, scared of what people are going to think about you, even if they say you're trash, which I mean, some people do say, and that's why, <laughs> um, just the whole aspect of like, why, why am I sitting on something that I know I'm good at and that I know I can be 
pretty good at um especially if i give it to him and honor him with it just because of what someone else is going to say about me so uh in 2019 my whole like yearly mantra was basically like i kind of stole it from nike but just literally just do it so like if anything scared me and i was like your lord this is freaking me out i felt like the holy spirit would just be telling me just do it like just do it even if you fail even if you mess up just do it um so that eventually led um to me putting out um i put out like a ep uh which i actually made for my wife for her wedding gift uh when we got married so that's like my first official piece of um like music i put out and then after that i did a few singles with my homeboy ricardo shout out ricardo uh who produced a few tracks for me he really helped me with my sound and my cadence and things like that um and then uh in 2020 during the pandemic he uh he helped me release my first single uh the intro which is on spotify y'all feel free to go ahead and spin that Uh, (laughs) yeah and uh and yeah uh you know ever since then i've just kind of been working on my sound working on a few other singles and like dj wanted to say earlier just working on an ep to get ready to drop uh hopefully in the summer and uh another one in the winter so yeah man we 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 still working on it we we still working okay i feel that i love it i love the journey that both you guys have been on Mm -hmm. i respect it completely so that's super dope so one thing i really want to talk about on this episode and i I really wanted to get you guys on it because we we talk about christian hip-hop and gospel hip-hop as well which is you know there's two different types but both are both glorifying the lord Mm -hmm. um i feel like and then they both grown so much that we i really would like to see people get more into it like Mm -hmm. because there's some dope dope artists yes you guys proof yeah. <laughs> okay. Got you out in the building. You guys yeah. are proof of that. Um, but the one thing I really want to talk about, and as we got a little bit of time right now, is um, just being in the word, mm-hmm. in the world, but not of the word, mm-hmm. of the world. You know, and there's like, like for me myself, you know, when I started DJing, I started DJing because it, lo- it looked like something cool to do. Mm-hmm. I first started out with like the stupid toys that did this and this. And I was like, this ain't real. Yeah. I got to, you know, <laughs> step up. So I got some legit equipment and just sat on it, practice. You know, I was uh, at the time, I was like somebody, um, someone's brother was doing it and they kind of got me into it. And then I was watching them just growing it. But at first they were like, I was like, yo, you're going to do clubs and all this kind of stuff. And I'm like, whoa, 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 <laughs> not doing the club thing. Um, cause I felt convicted about it, you know, just being out in the club scene. Um, now I've done some restaurants that, you know, turn into a little like nightclub type yeah. thing afterwards. Um, but like the music I played at first was just like, I would just play whatever you asked me to play. I would just play it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it turned into, oh, you know what? I really can't be out here playing all this mess. Yeah. And so yeah. I was like, you know, before people were actually asking for clean versions of music, it was like, all right, I'm going to clean everything up. So now I was like, my whole library is just clean. Like, everything has to be clean. Yeah. And now, of course, you know, we all know, just because you take out the curse words doesn't mean it's yeah. perfectly clean. <laughs> but, um, you know, especially when it comes to hip-hop, comes to the culture behind it, mm-hmm. you know, stuff we were talking about. For you guys, what does it mean to be, you know, like, in the world, but not of the world? And to stand out as, you know, believers, as disciples, as, you know, ministers, mm-hmm. you know, because I know a lot of people like look at it like, well, 
you know, what if you ever, because I mean, like, remember, like, Lecrae did it, mm-hmm. yeah. and people were, like, flipping out because he was, he did that one song with, uh, Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign. Everybody was, like, yeah. flipping, what is this? What is mm-hmm. this? Yeah. And so it's like, yo, he can, he can do that, you yeah. know? Yeah. The song was still dope, mm-hmm. you know, it was a positive message, so what's the problem? Well, mm-hmm. he's secular, you can't do that. So what does it mean for you guys? Because you guys are in industry areas. Yeah. You you know you go to do a show or you know you meet some people, producer, whatever mm-hmm. it is. Mm-hmm. You're in these spaces where it's like this isn't all about the church at all times. Yeah. yeah. You know. So what is that like for you guys? Keeping that in the back of the mind, like, is it one of those things where you're like, I got to make sure I watch my steps, mm-hmm. but I can't be too afraid to just kind of be out here mingling with with people what do you guys think Gerard I'll let you take this one first bro yeah I uh, I give you a uh, a quick illustration um, of something that actually came to mind so imagine you're in a dark room right um, and you're a firefly right and you're the only source of light in that room um, and then no matter what no matter how bold the darkness is your light as a firefly can still be seen right and what happens is when your light continues to shine it wakes up the firefly next to you right Mm. so their light starts to shine and then it should be a ripple effect right so the world is that darkness right because of the holy spirit in us we're the firefly and how we are in the world but not of the world is that we have to be holy essentially like we have to be set apart like i know it's going to sound cliche when i say it but literally jesus is the perfect example of that right (laughs) like literally when you look when you look at him he he didn't spend his all his time at church in small groups he was in small groups but he was in small groups at brothels he was at small groups uh you know at bars he was at small groups where sinners were where the darkness was and it wasn't like he was fleeing those things and it also wasn't like he was you know going out to experience those things and kind of become part of the darkness he was going there to wake up the people that was was sleep wake up the fireflies um so that's essentially how i view it and i i think the the best way for us to go about doing that and kind of using the lecrae example Mm. he could have easily did that song with ty dollar sign and went on there and just started wowing like started talking about you know gunplay you know um, woman, you know, all the ladies he's bad in the past, stuff like that, but he didn't. He went and he spread the gospel. Yeah. And through that, like my prayer and my hope and my belief is that at least somebody that um, wasn't a believer before was like, hey, who is this Lecrae guy? Let him go. Listen to Lecrae. Okay, cool. He's a Christian rapper. All right, bet. But, um, you know, and even, even in that moment, maybe Lecrae doesn't convict that person right but when god does what he does in that person's heart and he comes back he's like oh okay maybe you know listening to secular music is a trigger for me i don't want to listen to that anymore who's somebody i can listen to oh that lecrae dude and that like that's literally what happened to me that's part of my testimony i remember i heard lecrae 
for the the so going back to what we were talking about way way earlier yeah i jokingly said stump for kurt franklin but le- right. legitly the first christian hip-hop song i ever heard was um i think it's called like turned up or something off for church clothes yeah, too. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah. so like his street team or something was at my college and was like handing out cds and my homeboy gave it to me like who is who, who is Lecrae, bro? And he was like, oh, he's a Christian rapper, he's dope. So I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. I gave him one spin. I was like, all right, that's cool. And then just put it to the side. Didn't worry about it anymore. Literally years later, like maybe four years later, gave my life to Christ, um, and was like, yo, I don't want to listen to secular music like anymore. Granted, I do now, but like when you're in the beginning stage of like christ working on you and you're trying to sanctify yourself sometimes you need to separate from like different triggers before you're at a certain place to where you can be in those areas again so for me had to cut out all kinds of secular music so i was like yo i need somebody to listen to because i'm tired of listening to hill song <laughs> and then and, and it goes is as you start to you know kind of you know and i always hate to say like you progress in yeah it, but you do grow in, yeah. in your in your faith you do you start to feel that conviction you start to feel those things i remember i was at an event and they kept just slinging all these songs mm-hmm. like just twerk this 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 and i felt like my my soul just sink yeah man like i wasn't even djing i was just pressing buttons mm-hmm. just to kind of get through the event because yeah. i just felt like so i don't even just dropped yeah. in my spirit mm-hmm. but so let's go to here because I, I like what you said off that yeah, yeah, music. Yeah. so of course you know when you when you're in the, the church atmosphere right they talk about secular music you know the pastor's gonna go in on it mm-hmm. hey don't listen to that whap <laughs> you know yeah, unless and, and i'm gonna just be real because you know it's like oh you're old head talking about it. like but look this whole conversation about secular music mm-hmm. has been going on for forever our music was no better you know than what y'all you know students are listening to now yeah mm-hmm. there's probably probably a little bit more descriptive mm-hmm. and they push a lot of more boundaries now but luda was on this stuff ti mm-hmm. was on this stuff trey songs was on this stuff yeah. um shoot even before that you know they had you know dudes from miami on some crazy stuff oh, yeah. i mean yeah. they none of this new to nobody no. So, you know, for y'all students listening to this, y'all parents, they know some things. <laughs> know some Don't things. let no parent best believe they do. or older adult, you know, flex like they weren't listening to something. Oh, yeah. Even in, and that's, that's not even hip hop. That's rock and roll. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of even like the softer stuff, pop, yeah. you know, because like, you know, I remember like I would do events and they're like, you know what? Don't play Usher is. Yeah, don't play that. <laughs> but you can play Bruno Mars Uptown Funk. And I'm yeah. like. Did you listen? Do you, are you listening to what he's saying? Yeah. 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 You can snap and two step to the song, but are you listening, actually listening to what he's saying? Mm-hmm. So let me, my question to you, you know, Dwayne, cause you, you know, you talked about going back and mm-hmm. you, we did mention some artists mm-hmm. that weren't, you know, we talked about, I mean, let's just be real. We listen to a lot of stuff. Right. Not everything is, we're not hill songing it up all day long, yeah. exactly. but what would you say are like, Cause you said drive, you said triggered, mm-hmm. you know, listening to secular music. What would you say are some of the dangerous pitfalls that are legit when you listen to a lot, an abundance of secular music? Cause there's just, there's a lot of stuff, especially that I see. Well, you know, um, all music in general is very subliminal, mm-hmm. you know, um, jazz puts you in a very calm state most time you know uh some people be like oh man i can't listen to jazz it's gonna put me to sleep because it puts you in a calm state 
You know what I mean? A lot of times you listen to it, you know, you're probably like chill, you're relaxed. You that know, Kenny G though. Yeah, it's gonna that Kenny G. It's gonna do one of two things: put you in the mood if that's your type, or it's gonna you know put you to sleep, you yeah. know, because it's relaxing. R and B. Generally speaking, you already know what that's usually for because <laughs> yeah. as Christians, you know. All right, well, <laughs> I'm not gonna be playing Kurt Franklin stomp with my wife <laughs> when I'm getting ready to, you know, have something with her, right? No, like you gonna probably play some of the good stuff, you know, mm-hmm. the stuff you know that you. And again, I'm gonna keep that door open. Come on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you talk about triggers. I mean, it's just again. I mean, it's from R&B to hip hop. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, sex is the big point that's within that so if you're like me and you're a single uh black christian out here right you're care you got to be careful with that because the next thing you know now it's putting sexual thoughts in your mm-hmm. head right and now yeah. you're like Ooh, all right so now i'm suddenly in the mood and then i'm like uh now i feel a little tempted to call somebody else i know that single and be mm-hmm. like hey you want to come chill for a bit yeah. And chill becomes a little more than what it's supposed to be. And, you know, you got to be careful with that type of stuff. Right? And I like the word you use, subliminal. Because, yeah. like, when I've talked to students about this, they'll be like, oh, no, it's just music. Like, yeah. and especially when I've talked to young ladies. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, does this song make you feel no way? Oh, no. It's, and now it's like, this song about mm-hmm. shaking and doing this is empowering to me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. but this song might mean that to you. Mm-hmm. But when he hears it, that's not what it means. No, it means and right. so I like the word that you use, subliminal. Yeah. Like, it's underneath. Yeah. And that's what people, I really think a lot of people, especially students, mm-hmm. don't really hear the underneath unless they're at that point where the spirit, like you talked about, Gerard, the right. Holy Spirit is really coming in yeah. and saying like, yo, you see the way this makes you feel. Like, what yeah. do you think? Right. Well, I was about to say, even to that point, once you think about it, um, essentially a lot of music is command music mm-hmm. um, and what I mean by that is that for some reason uh, Travis Port is uh, like it's <laughs> oh, <yeah, laughs> like hopping in my yeah. mind right now but yeah. uh, that's, girl that's the- like it, it sounds like that like just literally pull up a lyrics like girl drop it to the floor they hear that they're dropping it to the floor yeah. make that whatever whatever go they making uh-huh. that whatever whatever go so it's like unconsciously the music that you're listening to is going to over time convince you to like do the things that they're telling you to do um and when you're constantly filling yourself with music that's telling you to numb your emotions with drugs Mm -hmm. right um to pit somebody in the dirt if like they 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 tempt you or or, or threaten you or even Uh, some that you know have really like flirted with the idea of suicide yeah yeah a lot of the times that's the biggest especially right now Yeah. yeah and i'm like you know, like that's getting in you. Those thoughts are mm-hmm. getting in you, and it's you're flirting with it. Like mm-hmm. you don't realize that. Oh, I would never do that. I would never do that. But until like, you're there. But the crazy part is, they listen. To, you know, listen to this music, and then it becomes like oh, I would never do it. But that suicide rate is so high in mm-hmm. that age group that listens to that music. And I'm not saying that's the direct factor, mm-hmm. but like you said, man, right. it's it's 
it's it's it's getting into you. It's feeding yeah. into you. Yeah. And to and to you know all the the young adults out there that are listening to this that are like, yeah, these dudes sound really old. Like you know, that's, I'm an old head. That, that, that's man. not me. I j- I just want to challenge you. The next time you're listening to a song, mm-hmm. just literally sit, either listen to it or look up the lyrics and be like, okay, do I really want this for my life? Or like, is this really something that I really would wish on me or somebody else? Because I think a lot of the times, like you said, we kind of play with the ideal of like just music like oh this is just you know entertainment oh this is just um you know just something that like i'm doing in my past time like i'm not really this person yeah. but essentially you are what you eat so it's like the yeah, the more you exactly. consume these things the more you're going to slowly start to transform before you are this person and you're like wow how did i get here yeah and like and that that's for me too like i'm not going to trip in front and say like you know all my events are Christian events. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Christian that's a DJ. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like to think of myself, I would love to be like a Christian DJ, mm-hmm. but I've had to wrestle with that because I know that being solely a Christian DJ is not going to, you know, really bring in what I'm doing as a secular DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I'm still trying to navigate that whole journey because mm-hmm. I'm going to go to do a wedding. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to do this. I'm mm-hmm. going to do a party. Now, there's a lot of events that I don't do, so mm-hmm. I hand them off to other DJs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'll, don't don't get me wrong. If I'm in the party and I got a playlist, I'm going to go through it. Like when I know I'm about to set it off when I play. Uh, there's like D-Lo and then I drop Nuck If You Buck. Like, yeah. Nuck If You Buck. Yeah. Yo, yeah. I'm not going to lie. When that song comes on, I get hyped. Oh, yeah, like, bro. You got to. Bro, you already know. Swag but surfing. Yeah. But you like, see, that's that subliminal that I was talking about. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like every... You know, and, and as, you know, Gerard, as you pointed out, this is by no, no means, like, an old thing. Like, legit, guys. Like, this is speaking. I listen to all music, mm-hmm. uh, even even the current stuff. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, so, um, and what I'm saying is just as a legit lover of music in general, I know where different things have made you feel the type of way. Coming from Memphis, Tennessee, man. Every single Three Six Mafia song had me ready to fight for yeah. no random reason. Oh, that's me. As just ready kid, to go. You know what I'm saying? Comes on, I'm in the fight. booth. Just, yeah, 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 you know I'm what I'm like, saying? Uh, sit down, Andre. You, no, yeah, stop. you know what I'm saying? Like, in the bag. It was like, rest handy. in peace. You know what I'm saying? Rest in peace, DMX. It was the same way. That yeah. energy hit, and you just like, oh, man, I'm ready. To, oh, let's let somebody come my way. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, surprised we didn't even say I that. I forgot about DMX. He's definitely on my top five. Me too. But see, like when I when I... Like when I think DMX, like for me, a lot of hip hop comes to mind yeah. when I'm in DJ mode. If I'm yeah. practicing or if I'm at an event, yeah. ooh, this song is gonna hit. Yeah. And so, like halfway through the event, you know, DMX come on, everybody, everybody. your grandma, your auntie, <laughs> come you on. know what I'm saying? Everybody's on the dance floor. Yeah. And there's certain songs, because like I'll see it, like you said, mm-hmm. subliminal, uh, think what it was. It, there was a couple that flew under my radar, and I had to really start. Focusing on lyrics and mm-hmm, not yeah. just is this gonna mix well? Mm-hmm. Is this gonna blend well? Mm-hmm. Is this gonna do good at a party? Mm-hmm. Like what was it? Uh, Blurred lines yeah. with yeah. Ti and uh, uh, what's Robert, his name? Robert, Robert Dick. Dick. Yeah, man. They, like, but like to both your points, the mm-hmm. subliminal message and like the command message mm-hmm. is in there, and it's like, you know, how they speak about women and yeah. the object like you're an object for me to take from somebody else yeah. you're an object for me to acquire yeah. you're an object me to for me to you know command for me to take like and that's not just it's huge in the women aspect like we can go back mm-hmm. and forth on that all day 
but that part is huge in that yeah but man like you guys said the subliminal in that mm-hmm. and like seeing all the undertones of mm-hmm. stuff yeah. now i feel like most of it's like you don't even have to it's not even subliminal like they're telling you they, they are but they're still subliminal like messages even through that because again it, it's mentally as they're even when they're blunt with it it's still putting it in your head to go that route yeah you so and, and and to that i would say like the the filter has to be the holy spirit mm-hmm. because like if we're listening to this in our flesh like you're not gonna feel no reason if someone's telling you like hey you know like pull up meet me at the i don't know if they say telly anymore in raps but <laughs> you know like like meet like meet me at the telly like you know so you know we can get something going like yeah. if you're listening to that in your flesh you're like oh bet like you know i'm on that every weekend but like if you hear that as a believer and the holy spirit is convicting you like nah you know that's not you no more man you don't need to be doing that like yeah. you were like yeah you're right maybe i should change this because this is like even even if i know i'm not the guy yeah, i'm saying this as a married man even though i know full and well I'm not gonna step out on my wife. Like that song wouldn't lead me to step out on my wife. Mm-hmm. It may, depending on what song it is. And you bought up mm-hmm. uh, R&B yeah. on everything I love, brother. As soon as I got saved, I cannot listen to any '90s hip hop. I mean, any '90s R&B music. Like I couldn't because whenever I listened to it, it I took me back it. mentally yeah. to like certain moments with certain people. Yeah. Um, and it's like that's like I don't want that soul tied to like be there anymore. I don't yeah. want those memories to come up in that moment anymore so it's like let me not relive those moments through the music that i'm listening you to said so. soul ties and i definitely want to bring that up because i can't go into that <laughs> right now because we would be way over yeah bro, we have to come but back uh that. soul ties is one of the, i've seen people were like they'll be like soul ties isn't real oh that's a real like, thing oh yeah it's real like we we talked about this right before the show was like mm-hmm. you know when you hear a certain song that you used to listen to back in the day mm-hmm. the place it takes you mm-hmm. that that's the connection yeah you're connected to that feeling those feelings are tied up in your soul mm-hmm. so you can't sit here and tell me that there's no such thing as soul ties now of course that's your that's your body doing that yeah, yeah. but there are those things past that supernaturally yeah. that tie you to one thing and another. I'm not gonna go into it. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> but uh so uh, before we get into the actionables on this because I think we just had a really great conversation really opened up um I love talking about hip hop with you guys I love talking about music with you guys um so right before we get into actionables there was a story that I was reading um it was about that what well, I don't know the name I think the name of the song is Beatbox everyone does the the Junebug dance song. Oh yeah yeah. Ah, yeah, ah. yeah, yeah. And oh, like yeah, yeah. when I had yeah. seen the videos of them doing the dance I wasn't listening to the music. Mm-hmm. I was just like, "Ah, this is funny." This mm-hmm. is funny. and that's how it gets you. But then like I was listening to the music and, and I was watching another video where the guy broke down the lyrics and you know, it was horrible. Yeah. What they were just saying for you to do to other people, this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And most people are like, oh, don't worry about it. Like again, you are old head. Mm-hmm. Don't even don't even worry about that. Mm-hmm. But the cool the crazy thing about it was the the artist for that song is signed to a label. Mm-hmm. The label belongs to this dude, this white dude. And mm-hmm. it's not even about race, but it's like when you see who's behind the strings to all these things, you would think that a lot of hip hop is ran by hip hop dudes. Yeah. Or like now Jay-Z or someone like Sean Combs mm-hmm. run yeah. that run their empires or whatever. But back in the day, nah, the record labels were owned by like all these different kind of people oh, yeah. that weren't 
who the faces were. Yeah. So I'm not. It's not even trying to tie it up in races. It's not even about that. I'm about to say, but we, we can go there. I, yeah. I didn't say yeah. it. Oh yeah, I know. It's, it's like, but you know, not even just go on that yeah. point, but just to see who's behind the strings. Like there is this entity, there is mm-hmm. this presence behind it, mm-hmm. and you, we think a lot of times, oh, that's not. Yeah. That's. Yeah. All that spirit stuff isn't real. But when I mm-hmm. look at other people and they're like, oh, yo, send me these good vibes. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, let me look into this. Let me look into this. And you go to look at as if there's no spirit behind the music. Yeah. You got to know that there's something there. Mm-hmm. You got to know there's something there. But um, so I love to end and give everybody some something to take away. Mm-hmm. So you guys being in, you know, as disciples and being in music. <laughs> which we definitely gonna put y'all music out there so what are some things because you both talked about some great stuff what are some things that new believers could do or people who you know because we talked about it like we'd still listen to secular music mm-hmm. we are still people we still watch secular shows like mm-hmm. i'm not i don't even know what pure flicks mm-hmm. is on netflix <laughs> yeah I don't come home and just watch straight pure flicks. You know yeah, what? Nah. I got Netflix. I got Hulu. I have the Disney and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're watching stuff. But what is that? What are some things people can do to to do a, like a heart check or a spirit check? Because we talked about it. Like, how can we? How can people get to that point where, you know, where when the stuff comes in, mm-hmm. they are putting it to a, putting it through a filter? Like, what can you speak? How can you speak to people who are like, you know what? Sometimes when I do listen to music, I do feel this certain kind of way and it leads me to certain actions or when I watch this, you know, and it's not even like pornography, but it's mm-hmm. like this movie with this scene in it or mm-hmm. this language. Because I know there's a movie called Four Brothers. Mm-hmm. I love that movie, but there's so much cursing. Yeah. yeah. And so when I'm done watching it, I'm like, yo, this and this. <laughs> and they're like, don't you teach the kids in church? And I'm like, yes, I do. I need to repent. Yeah. So, but what are some of those things that we don't get to that point that you could share with, with everybody? Wow. Um, basically, it's, you know, try to, as much as you can, going into filters, like, you know, remember, like, okay, I'm a big guy that likes watching cartoons, you know, so I... You know, Animes or cartoons? Animes, okay. exactly. All right. now, <laughs> anime, yeah. now, anime, anime, I'm a big anime guy. Now, that I had to be careful with sometimes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, talked about that, too. There's, like, there's certain ones, uh, well, the majority of them, really, you yeah. know, even the ones that you may not think, <laughs> oh, it's not that horrible. Like, you go, even one like Dragon Ball Z, for example, one of the biggest ones, right, you can watch it and be like, oh, yeah, yeah that's harmless, right? You know, yeah. You'll catch little things, you know, going into that spirit filter. You'll catch mm-hmm. little things, and you, you know, see an uncut version, and you're like, oh, wait. Did not notice that uh 666 there, or I did yeah. not notice that uh certain uh you know uh sex related how kind they of were dressed there. or drawn yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but but a lot of times um even then though you still you you can catch yourself where you know like okay if there's certain things that I need to filter out for a while you know mm-hmm. uh, like kind of like Gerard what he did with the secular music right like you have to just say okay let me cut this out for a while until I'm like strong enough to like discern through it a little bit where I know like okay because there's stuff out there I mean you can watch the Wayans Brothers and feel cool you know what I'm saying like you know it's not gonna really I actually love that show yeah you know you can, you can watch the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and be, and be straight you know what I mean like yeah Will's being goofy you know we know he's like a horny teenager going after <laughs> girls but I mean 
it's still in a way where it's like nice and, and funny where you can watch that still as a newborn Christian and be yeah. like, all right, cool. You know, there's nothing wrong with this. You know what I mean? Like, like you know, I mean, there's always going to be something that you'll discern. But I mean, there's just little things like that to show like, hey, you know, you're still human. You're mm-hmm. still going to go watch some things. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, you know, you don't have to just be sitting there all the time like, oh, I'm going to watch just sermons all day, every day just to. You know, stay in my little bubble here and yeah. uh, you know, stay Christian. <laughs> like, yeah. like you know, no, you're human. You're still gonna like your movies. You're still gonna like your, you know, films. You're still gonna like certain music. You just, again, have to put yourself in a place where you say, you got to think of okay, what was I watching or listening mm-hmm. to at one point that I know in this newborn phase that's gonna backtrack me and make me backslide. Like, yeah, I, you know, you got to cut that out and then. You know, and just kind of take it as a slow step-by-step process to where, you know, I guess when you're strong enough and more spiritually aware where you probably can watch it or if you just mm-hmm. so happen to watch it. Like my brother DJ Wonder mentioned with Four Brothers, like, you know, when you're strong enough to where you think you can watch that, mm-hmm. you know, like, and be all right through the whole movie or... Yeah, because I've had to like, cut a bunch we've had to cut a bunch of movies out like we've gone me and my wife have gone and I know it sounds lame and I know it sounds lame mm-hmm. like don't yeah. even think that for a second I'm like oh I wish I could watch that movie yeah. yeah like I know it sounds lame yeah but when you're talking about being in 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 that place where you are pure and righteous in front of the in front of God mm-hmm. that's the place you want to be and it's it's gonna suck yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Like there's certain comic books I can't read, graphic novels. I'm a I'm a huge I'm right with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge nerd when it comes to all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of it I have to cut out because yeah. it's gonna trigger me. I yeah. know it is. As soon as I boom, I'm gonna be like, man, yeah. man, yeah. I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, it like like you all have been saying, it really goes back to essentially like knowing yourself and knowing yourself enough to know like when you need to give yourself a heart check. Mm-hmm. Um because it's like for instance, like you know, there's there's certain aspects where it's like, or I guess like clear cut lines in the sand where it's like, okay, you know you shouldn't be doing this. But then like for certain people, it may be like, okay, I can like, I can read a, a comic book and not, you know, get triggered by that. But I may not be able to be around people after like a certain time, right? Mm-hmm. And then not get and triggered by that. that's real too. Yeah. So it's like you, you have to know yourself enough to be like, okay these are my triggers and I need boundaries to make sure that, um, that, you know, I'm not stepping out of those. Mm-hmm. Uh, because when we don't have boundaries and we just move around aimlessly, it's mm-hmm. like, you're going to keep, I think it's a scripture that says like a man without boundaries is like a man that looks in the mirror, sees his face and turns around and immediately forgets what he looks like. Like, yeah. and if I misquote that, please forgive me. But it's just like, that's insane. Once you think about it, <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, it you is. know, you, you, you get to the point where you don't have, if you don't have boundaries mm-hmm. to define who you are or define what you won't fall for or what you stand for, you're going to forget who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, for for me, something that I I try my best to practice a lot, and I would be lying if I say I get it right all the time. I don't, but for me, the answer to this question is really simple: WWJD. What, like, would, Jesus what would Jesus do? do? It's, Flip that table. It's, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, we, we definitely flipping the table. Yo, so we trying to talk about Jesus, like like Come he was on. great people, but I was like, yo, my favorite moment. <laughs> he flipped that table though. I'm so oh um, man, but no, I mean that's boy. that's valid. That that's real. It's like, I don't know. I think as as, as humans, we tend to 
overcomplicate things a lot of the times because our emotions are tied to them. And at the end of the day, it's really, and I say this as a person that's, that really struggles in this area and really battles with it daily, but it really comes down to self-control. Like, what are you going to do? Like, even to the point, like my wife teased me last night, I stopped that McDonald's. I haven't ate McDonald's in almost like Ooh. a few years. I stopped that McDonald's and she was on FaceTime. That's the late yeah. night trap right there. Yeah, she man. was like, oh, you know you're not supposed to be there. We said we weren't doing no fast food. I was like, look, I'm hungry. Like, I want this, right? <laughs> yeah, and like, in that moment, like that's something very small, very minute where it's like, yeah, okay, you, you want fast food, you're eating it, cool. But it's like, like that's, that's still a certain aspect of self-control that like I'm playing with and I'm, I'm a firm believer. I'm starting to believe now that like the, like the small areas that you, that you practice in, once you strengthen those areas, you'll be stronger in the bigger areas. That's so good. if I'm able to be tempted with my fast food, I mean, if I'm able to be disciplined with how I, often I eat fast food or how I treat my body, mm-hmm. I'd be a lot more disciplined when it comes to the things that I consume in my eye gates or my ear gates, what I watch, what I listen to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just kind especially of especially with music because especially music, with music is yeah. so it's everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the hu- it's it's a huge connecting factor with people. Because um, I know, like, my, one of my favorite things to do is, like, when I'm at an event, it don't matter what kind of event it is, I'll play some Latin music. Yeah. Everybody's trying to do some <laughs> kind of version of the sauce. Yeah. I blame my wife because she's Puerto Rican. <laughs> Shout out to you, baby. Wepa! <laughs> but, uh, like, sh- like, she's like, yo, play these songs. And, like, legit, like, it's a huge connecting factor. Like, yeah. the power of music is so strong. Mm-hmm. Come on. So it's like, as soon as I play that, it don't matter if it's an all-white, all-black, mixed affair. You throw on some uh, Mark Anthony mm-hmm. or some Elvis Crespo, mm-hmm. man, everybody's on the dance floor. No, and, it's, it's like, and it's so automatic. You throw Michael Jackson, Jackson in, yeah. boom. I mean, we ain't gonna talk about R. Kelly, but before all that went down, <laughs> yeah, you man. could throw that down. You know what? Like, Whoa! In all honesty, uh, that's another reason why I had to put Drake in the top. He's he's kind of that modern day Michael Jackson now, like yeah. bridging the gap with every generation. Like, if there's like a rapper where you're like, all right, I can't get into none of these current rappers. Just play some Drake. Yeah, yeah. And the then even with um, like someone like like who I didn't realize was as big as she was mm-hmm. Ariana Grande oh oh yeah like she's broken oh, yeah, she records with yeah. her music like mm-hmm. world records like things yeah. that people have never done yeah but you know even then it's just like every it, every is such a connecting factor yeah. so it's like you really gotta like and I know it sounds ah oh, man here they go talking <laughs> about my music I can't listen and like you know what I don't really tell students like don't listen to this mm-hmm. But I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna try to grow you in what God has for you. Mm-hmm. Let you know what that is, and then at a certain point, you're gonna you're gonna have to make that decision. Yeah. Because when you get when you get before Him, I can't be there and be like, "Well, she's a good person, so don't worry about what she did with this and that." Mm-hmm. I can't be there for you. I can't hold your hand. I can't make an excuse for you. Mm-hmm. You know, your story is written in the book. You know, and that's for y'all to the ham out. You know what I'm saying? So um, look, and I guarantee you, if you're like, oh, I can't give up this artist because I just love them. I love their music. Hit up DJ A Wonder. We gonna get yeah. you. We oh. we gonna we gonna connect you with some got, with some faith based artists like, that's gonna get you right. Y'all listen when I when I talk about I got artists in the building. I got artists in the building. Y'all listen for real. Highlight real. My man is is nice. Like he's not just like oh he's coming up, <laughs> he's cool, he's underground. No, my oh, man's man. nice. He's done some things. I've seen him perform, 
and I already know Gerard. I've heard his his stuff that's not released. Yeah. I've heard his single. He's nice too. He's put a lot of work in. So we are definitely gonna put you guys onto something. And there's a lot of, of amazing, amazing uh, Christian hip hop and gospel hip hop that people mm-hmm. don't even know about. Um, there's a dude named Trejo, Trejo, and I think he's in like Houston, Texas, Texas or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, his stuff is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, like no big deals, whole crew mm-hmm. that's coming up. Yeah. Um, and I mean, of course, you got you know like Gavi, and you got yeah, all of you know who's you know who's all crazy rich. though. Mm-hmm. Um, words play. Oh, yeah, bro, he's a fool, play. bro. He's a <laughs> Let me let me let He's me. A I, fool. I, I got a, I got a little scenario question for you, brother. All right, let's go run it before we before we, we shut it down. You you are you are you? Well, let's put it this way: Reach versus one one six. Uh, neither. Really? Neither. Like I respect both. I respect mm-hmm. highly both, and I think in the new wave of stuff that mm-hmm. have come, like they are like the forefront of it on mm-hmm. both sides. Um. I'm more probably reach mm-hmm. than one one six, but one one six was like you couldn't, like they were doing crazy. Oh, you know what, man? You know who we haven't <laughs> said? Who that? Like if you if you trying to find some fire, KB. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, brother. Yeah. His new KB. stuff. KB. Oh my. Oh, and, and he was Sony now. He better be out of here, bro. I, I love how. KB and then yeah. that's even crazy because mm-hmm. they put that kind of. Like energy behind him. So for let me Sony. let me let me express something to y'all. Like y'all people that are asleep on CHH. Like yeah, bro. Like these, these, these main labels. No, they're they're yeah. watching these CHH artists and they're like, okay, they're doing this. How can we replicate that, or how can we get them to come to our side, right? Yeah. So it's like, don't be confused by thinking like, oh, you know, like CHH, they not popping because like. You know, like the the talent is in there. The talent's there. Oh, yeah. The machine is growing. Or even with like inside, I didn't no, mean to no, cut you off, fine. but like sometimes when people are like, oh, well, he's behind the label, so they're influencing him. Like I've seen a lot of YouTube videos where they're like, oh, don't watch Lecrae because he's actually worshiping the devil. Yeah. Like, look. <laughs> yeah. Again, if you got a problem that. with all this, run it through the filter. Yeah. Run it through the Holy Spirit. Facts. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about in the last episode. And they will give you your conviction. If you feel convicted about it, there's your answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and you're right. I mean, man, listen, I, I can agree with that because uh, another brother we forgot to mention, in my opinion, one of my favorites, um, because when I got introduced to Lecrae and, like, who was under Lecrae at the time, you know, again, with the whole, well, yeah, it was 116 still, but it was, like, kind of branching into the reach side of things. But, like, Derek Minor man, mm. like oh, he yeah. was one of my him and know, him and uh Cannon, him and Cannon, yeah. Cannon, Cannon is man. like <sighs> I can't I can't even make a list because these dudes are <laughs> ridiculous, man. They're ridiculous. I mean, like, but uh, no, I feel you. Derek Minor was yeah, yeah, because he, he came out with some stuff and then he kind of revamped mm-hmm. and then not and him and Social Club Misfits, yeah. yeah. Bro. And and both of them have had so much placements. Again, a lot of people who probably have never listened to CHH or never paid attention to it, it's out there and you didn't even realize you listened to it. I've you heard probably Derek heard Minor football on, game. I've heard yeah, I've heard Derek yeah, football games you've probably mm-hmm. heard them at. I know they've Basketball. been played on ESPN 
multiple two two I think some times. of them are on two K, right? Look, yeah. why, look, 2K. why y'all why y'all playing? Uh, one day done got placed on uh, uh loving hip hop. Yeah, uh, she done been on the NBA finals. Her and some of her, her is, finals. Um, yeah, V Rose and Flo. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that whole man. There's we can go I, on. Derek Minor was on an episode of Black Lightning with with, with uh him and Cannon. It's not a game. I mean, yeah. like you heard it in a fight scene. Like you know what I'm saying? Like just just it's just it's all out there in ways I'll never really. Understand. I got a funny story. So I was DJing a college event. Mm-hmm. So of course I'm, I have to play all that. Yeah. You know, do this, do this, do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was looking for sort of song, and I had so I had a, I don't do a whole lot of Christian remixes, but mm-hmm. I have a some that are pretty dope. Mm-hmm. And it was supposed to be Sage the Gemini, like grab the wall, mm-hmm. gas, and so yeah. And then I accidentally played. The Christian remix of it. There is one I have, mm-hmm. and I forgot who was on it, but I realized I was playing. And I was like, "Oh snap! I'm gonna have to flip it real quick." <laughs> yeah. Craziest thing. People were still dancing. Yeah. To this song, and they had no idea that mm-hmm. it wasn't even the the same version. I got a remix of Wobble that has Lecrae on it instead of the mm-hmm. VIC dude. Mm-hmm. Crazy. When I play it. People are like, "This is nice." You know, they're just going in it, but it's like I love it because. Most people who complain about Christian hip hop, mm-hmm. if you listen to it, you if I mixed it in with Drake and Wheezy and mm-hmm. all these dudes, you probably wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Yeah. And yeah. and and it may be good for them or maybe bad. I know you can look at it a lot of different ways. Yeah. Some of yeah. them don't want to be like labeled as a Christian artist and things like that, and that's another story. Yeah, but like for people who are thinking like I can't go to that because I'm gonna miss what I'm I'm gonna miss out on this, yeah. I guarantee you challenge. <laughs> Listen to CHH on. on your Spotify, Apple mm-hmm. Music for 30 days. Tell me I'm lying. And yep. if you need a playlist, hit DJ One up in the you comments. You already get one. No, I'm coming get one through. To you. It's everywhere, dude. You're mean, gonna see it on our page, man. We're gonna get these guys singles out there, <laughs> man. I'm definitely putting energy out there because that one was bananas. Yeah, that was fun. But uh drop, man, I'm gonna have you close us in prayer. But uh yes, thank you guys so much for coming through and just chatting it up with me, man. This was just a fun conversation. Sure. Uh I love just going I know we've like all over the place. <laughs> but I love it. I just love it to go back and forth. But I really just wanted to introduce people to get to know Christian hip hop artists, even mm-hmm. regardless of level where they're at, whether you know them or not. Mm-hmm. I wanted people to get to know you guys, hear your voice, know that you guys have a story. Mm-hmm. You've been to the same places some of these people have been. You know, you guys are still growing in some of these places where people have been and mm-hmm. are trying to grow out of. So I love it, man. Man, Dwayne, highlight reel. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for coming through, bro. Hey, man. Thank you for having me. I man. appreciate this you. It's been fun. Right, yeah. my bro. Yes, sir. Have it. <laughs> but I appreciate you, man, coming through, man. It's, yeah, it's man. hard to get you out somewhere, man. You hey, always bro, doing yeah, something. You out in the boonies, bro. <laughs> North Georgia. North Georgia. There's a mall in, down the street. I feel you, man. I'm in North Georgia. So yeah, I, like we in the boonies. This, this, this ain't Gainesville. <laughs> I would have warned you about that, man. But uh, if you can go ahead and close this out, man, we'd really appreciate it. Thank you guys again for listening to Raw Radio Episode 4, man. Go ahead, do that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, uh, just for your presence, God, being uh, with us in this room, Lord, and every individual, God, listening to this podcast right now. Um, Lord, we just thank you, God, for your spirit just guiding us, Lord. And this conversation, God, just about um, everything from music, God, to influence, Lord, to just walking in purpose, God, overcoming fear, Lord, and 
Um, and one thing, God, throughout this whole conversation, God, that's been constant, Lord, is you, Father. Just your ability, God, to step in, Lord, and change the situation, God, whatever it is that we're in. Um, so, Lord, I just pray a special covering, God, over each and every individual listening right now, God. I pray, Lord, that whatever their need is, God, um, that you would meet them where they are, God, that you would, Holy Spirit, um, arrest their heart, God, soften it, Lord, so that they may hear and see and experience and feel what you have in store for them, God, and give us the strength, give us the courage, and give us the power, Lord, to just chase after you with all we have, God, regardless of whatever it is that we're doing, Lord. God, you don't give us a spirit of fear, Lord, your word says that, God, but instead, Lord, you give us the spirit of power, God, the spirit of love, Lord, and God, I pray, God, that you give us the strength, Lord, just to walk through that and to be um, a light, God, in the world, Lord, um, as we just seek you. So, Father, we love you. We thank you. We ask this all in your son's Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yeah. 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 Episode four, Road Radio. We roar for the kingdom. Thank you guys so much for checking us out. Yo, we out. This is Roar Radio.